Welcome everyone to Vancouver Current Worldwide Podcast. Today we're going to discuss leadership. Let's face it, it ain't easy. Yeah, I agree. When I think of the truly great leaders I've known or worked with, notice I said worked with, not for, they make it look so easy, man. True. Great leaders are a breed apart. They're not that common. We love them, at least most of the time. And we feel they love us back. Sometimes we only love them in hindsight, in retrospect, but we always respect them. And they respect us. Yeah, man. They, you get that feeling that they've got your back. They've got you covered. And then you've got the opposite. People who should not be in positions of leadership. Actually, our next episode is entitled, can we, uh, can we talk about that now? Go ahead. Okay, man. Horrible bosses. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be funny, all right. A lot of people have some good, horrible boss stories. Uh, so be sure to check out that episode. Uh, Ray, I think it's time. We've got somebody special on the show today. Paul, hi there. It's great to be on the show. Yeah, yeah, stop, oh. stop. No, very funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Our special guest knows a thing or two about leadership. She has a doctorate in education from SFU. She's published books, been a teacher, a school principal, an associate professor at St. Mark's UBC, an associate dean, and now designs and delivers leadership programs and workshops for the Fraser Health Authority. She's a prominent voice in promoting female leadership initiatives. Most importantly, the people who've worked under her leadership all laud her as a great leader. Dr. Adrian Castellon, welcome. Well, thank you so much. That was a very kind introduction, and I'm very happy to be here. The pleasure is ours. Doctor, a lot of people shun leadership positions. They just don't want the extra work. Sometimes they mm -hmm. just don't want to manage people. It's easier to follow. Do you think there's another deeper reason why a lot of potentially great leaders don't step up to the plate? Yeah, sure, Ray. Um, <laughs> leadership is both a privilege and a responsibility. And the world we live in today uh, doesn't really value the sacrifice or acknowledge the sacrifice that leadership requires. It's it's a lonely thing sometimes and it requires humility. The, the world we live in is um, a lot more individualistically focused. Um, serving the self seems to be more and most important and getting recognized. So really good leaders, uh, the ones that you spoke about in the introduction, the ones that we love, um, are the ones that re recognize leadership as sacrifice and service. It's not about them. Um, secondly, I think that people shun leadership because they fear complexity. It's not an easy mm -hmm. thing to do to be a leader um, during this time of great social change in particular. And, uh, and thirdly, there are other reasons beyond the individual that sometimes prevent leaders from going into positions of leadership, like gender and racial bias. Um, sometimes that, that double bind that women feel, for example, and live um, prevents them from attaining those leadership positions. Adrian Spencer, for those people who do want to become leaders, the ones that really want it, you know, for example, inside organizations, what can they do to get into positions of leadership? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have um, 
it's, it's some simple advice really for the first one is just be generous with your time and learn about governance by serving on external boards and internal committees. Um, you can learn so much by doing this and there's less risk involved from if you're doing this outside of your um, own organization. Um, I would think it's really important to seek to collaborate with others within your organization and build those relationships as well to develop a network of support so that people know who you are and the value you can bring. Um, part of this is also recognizing the contribution that others bring to the organization. Don't be afraid to recognize and encourage others people's contribution. It doesn't no, no way diminish yours. And uh, then thirdly, own the value that you bring. Share your ideas and accomplishments in a way that demonstrates service to the organizational mission. So those are my three pieces of advice for leader. People want to be leaders. Excellent. Yeah, that's interesting. How does someone get on a board? Um, sometimes they need, you know, people to join their boards and they post it. Sometimes a lot of I sit on a couple of boards right now and they're all volunteer positions, but I've learned so much about governance policies and um, and so many different things, business acumen through it. It's incredible. That's great. What about for people who are already in leadership positions? Mm -hmm. What can they do to up their leadership skills? I really think that all leaders are, um, are learners, always continual learners, and professional learning never stops. Um, it's important to listen to good podcasts, for example. Like this one. <laughs> That's good, uh, yeah, very good. To read uh, good quality um, content, I mean reliable, research-based, interdisciplinary content that nice. um, that can serve and help you understand diverse points of view. For example, um, I recommend uh, the resources and participation in the International Leadership Association. Um, they're it's a fabulous organization I've been involved in for a number of years now, have met a lot of fabulous um, leaders from around the world and continue to learn through that. Um, they have an annual conference that is next week and I'm presenting a few times there. It's going to be quite exciting. Although it is virtual, I would have loved to have been in Geneva. It is um, nice. a great opportunity. Another area, um, another area of content where I find quite reliable, very reliable is McKinsey. Um, mm. And of course, the Harvard Business Review. Um, yeah. And then I also want to, there's the train right by my house. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. And then a, a blog I've followed, so I think it's going on 12 years now. And I know we all follow different blogs, but this one I've kept, and it's, you can't say that for a lot of things. Um, it's called Leadership Freak, and it's Dan Rockwell. He is amazing, and he's, um, he's authentic, and he's easy to read, and he's really grounded in practice. Um, and then finally, a couple of other things as far as um, a faith-based uh, Trinity Forum is about leadership and practice in the world with a sort of an ethical lens. Um, Interdenominational, inter it's not um, any one denomination, but um, very uh, solid. And then finally, um, liberating structures. It's a bunch of free facilitation tools. I think those are really important for leaders to get their heads around when they're um, having um, engaging meetings and uh, seminars and things like that that can make all the difference. Um, yeah, and they can up their skills also by creating that culture of engagement, um, asking questions like, I'm curious about your perspective, you know, tell me more about that. Um, all of those things 
um, being willing to learn, um, seeking good content, and um, inviting others along is really important. Oh, interesting. You know, that's, yeah. That, yeah, really good. Adrian, what about, and I know you just answered the question um, regarding skills, but if we're looking for qualities in some of those people that you mentioned, what mm -hmm. qualities in leadership would you, if you, you pick the top three, what, what would we be looking for? Hmm, well, I actually have five, but can you give me five? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take that. <laughs> um, Peter Nordhaus is kind of like a guru in the leadership literature, and he identifies five qualities, and I've sort of um, expanded on them a little bit. So he he names them. First, I'll name them um, determination, self-confidence, integrity, sociability, and intelligence. So determination sort of speaks to the importance of a leader who is results-based, um, but not focused on their personal good, their personal greed or ambition, but on the common good. And, um, and a person who's determined also needs to realize the shadow side of that is that sometimes in their uh, drive, um, can be overdrive, it can overwhelm people and create um, spectators of the followers instead of engaged people. So determination is really key, but to be aware of the shadow side of that. Secondly, self-confidence um, balanced with humility is important. You have to believe that you can do the job and you have to know that you have the competence for it. Um, and that has to be true. <laughs> Obviously, it's not just in your head. Um, thirdly, integrity. Um, this starts with self-awareness about your core values and who you are, what matters to you. You have to be really convicted about that. Um, and you have so convicted that it comes across as sort of a passionate um, approach in your leadership style. That's, again, focused on the common good. And then sociability. You have to get along with people. How you show up matters your presence, um, how you care for people, how um, you show up in a way that is uh, appropriately vulnerable. You can share a little bit about yourself and not be afraid, that kind of thing. Um, and then finally, intelligence. The leader has to have a degree of intelligence. Um, so to have, I would put into their uh, global perspectives, innovation, um, ability to make good decisions um, based on business acumen and strong systems awareness. And finally, undergirding all that, I think a certain amount of stillness in one's life that leads to discernment and um, good decision making again, um, it really undergirds that intelligence and the approach. Angela Merkel, Gandhi, Genghis Khan, to name three random leaders. Leadership skills transcend time, culture, and belief. What's the common thread? Mm, I think the common thread, thread through all of these is that they were all strong and confident leaders for sure, with a desire to unify people around a common vision and that's essentially what leadership is um, in order to do that they have to or have to collaborate and co cooperate with people and they have to have a sense of determination and commitment history is replete with demagogues and criminals rising up and leading entire nations it's not like basic morals are a prerequisite for leadership mm -hmm. and i guess it's quite easy to point out or blame others for political expediency or to mask one's own shortcomings, right? 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I would say, though, that, you know, for good leadership, basic morals are indeed a prerequisite, and that good leadership is about human flourishing, and good leaders accept that responsibility and admit they're, they don't have all the answers. They are fallible human beings. They do have shortcomings, um, but they're continuing commitment to learning and to um, learning from their mistakes, learning new things. Um, knowing about their sphere of influence is really important. Um, masking our shortcomings does not serve us well as leadership, as leaders, and we need to be able to ask for help when we need it. We need to be able to ask for other people's opinions and and their advice, and say things like, you know, I've missed, may have missed something here, or I need your help, or what's your opinion? That is excellent. Um, Adrian, let's face it. Uh, some teams are much easier to work with than others. Um, how do you deal with difficult team members? You know, yeah, you think if I could just get rid of this person or those persons, I'd have a perfect team. Is that kind of thinking flawed? Well, we we inherit the people that are on our teams often, and um, sometimes people are going through rough times and they show up less than their best selves, um, and it causes conflict on teams. Um, leadership is both a private and a public journey, really. It it requires a, a personal fortitude <laughs> to keep going, but it also means that public learning out loud kind of thing, um, and that's where conflict comes in. I mean, when there's a conflict, people are really watching you closely as a leader. How is she going to handle this? How is he going to manage this one? And um, so it's really important to slow things down, I believe. Um, focus on dialogue. Seriously consider stakeholder perspectives. Really respect everyone's dignity. Model that, even if they're not modeling it. And speak to the value of their contribution. Speak to the value of what you know their motivation to be and try and build that unified vision again. Um, and unearth it. Um, again, own your own value. Don't doubt yourself within that conflict situation because it can be easy to do. Um, but also try and find the value in everyone's contribution. Um, I think really slowing down the process, being more deliberate and inclusive, perhaps less focused on the task really and the end result. Um, you might not really be able to attain everything as quickly as you thought because burying through and carrying on as if the conflict is not there is not going to help. Um, it's really important to gather the facts and validate people's concerns. Um, communicate clearly again the purpose and the vision for this project or the change. And um, in these days and age, we also have to uh, look at the social media use during conflict times because oh, agreed, agreed, yeah, really escalate. And um, so we have to be flexible. We have to adapt, and um, and we have to kind of see conflict as an opportunity for learning when we can. It can be super stressful though, and and very damaging to one's self-esteem and reputation too if it's not handled compassionately so conflict is really what defines um a leader in some cases how do they deal yeah. with that yeah 91 percent of millennials will stay in their job for less than three years mm -hmm. and they will make up 75 percent of the workforce by 2025. do millennials and gen z's and now remote workers have different expectations of their leaders, or is it the same as it's always been? Yeah, no, it's absolutely different. Those are staggering statistics, actually. Um, first of all, 
we can focus on what we all want, regardless of our age. Um, we all want meaningful work. We all want to be recognized and appreciated. We all want psychological safety and economic security from our work. Um, but I was reading an article recently in Forbes online back, it was published in May. Um, Gen Z and millennials are the most diverse generation in history of North America. And, and the research says that they expect transparent communication. They expect thorough and consistent um, authentic leaders and an inclusive workplace. And that's not always um, easily come by. So they're right. demanding it. They know if they don't get it, they can find another job because there's lots of them out there right now. It causes us to have to respond accordingly. Um, Adrian, you also worked in an orphanage in Bolivia, right? Mm -hmm. How did that experience shape your philosophy on leadership? Or did it? Oh, it sure did. That was Good. a long time ago, but that experience changed me and my life in many ways. Um, because of living in the poorest country in South America for two years, I witnessed daily and profoundly the enormous disparities between rich and poor. And as a result, I have a social justice lens to leadership that is focused on equity, diversity and inclusion and the ultimate dignity of, of each person. Um, it's made me more appreciative of what we have here um, in North America and our little corner of the world. Um, and I've tried to, to give back by being involved in organizations that um, are consistent and, and use leadership for social good. Wow, I can see that that was very impactful. Um, Adrian, thank you so much for sharing your insights. We greatly appreciate it. No, you're welcome. It was awesome to be able to do that. I, I'm very pleased. <laughs> well, seriously, um, that was so informative. Real pleasure, Adrian. Thank you so much. You're most welcome, Ray. Thank you for the opportunity. That was Dr. Adrian Castellon. To find out more, please go to www.adriancastellon.com. That's a-D-R-I-E-N-N-E-C-A-S-T-E-L-L-O-N. Additionally, information and resources on leadership, as per Adrian, can be found on the Vancouver Current Worldwide Facebook page. Yeah, a big thanks and to our awesome growing fan base. Thanks for checking in. Please have a great rest of your day, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. See you next time.